0: What up, though? Welcome to episode 97 of the TFW Podcast. Matt here, Rhodesia here, Ishan here. We are going to get to this thing in record time. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, Fuck your story. I gotta finish being the head of the table. Dwayne The Rock Johnson heard everything Cody Rhodes said when he showed up to SmackDown. Cody was back there talking cash money. Hey, I'm going to shake his hand. You know, I love that he's here, but it don't change my position. Hey, Cody Rhodes. Newsflash, buddy. Back of the line, pal. Back of the damn line. We want to talk about finishing stories. Cody Rhodes, his thing is, I got to finish the story. We've been hearing Cody Rhodes talk about finishing the story uh, about two years now. Yeah. This is the story we've been waiting for for four years. We can go deeper than that. When The Rock came back to help Roman Reigns in Philadelphia at the Royal Rumble, and he got booed out the building, we've been asking for it. Next time a hater tells you, but what about Cody Rhodes' story? You know what you tell him? Shut the fuck up, it's The Rock. That's what you tell a hater, Eshaan. Shut the fuck up, it's The Rock. I pass it to you, my good man. How does the Cody contingent feel on this beautiful, beautiful day that he may not get a chance to finish his story again at WrestleMania?
1: You know, all this classic trolling that you're doing, you're going to mess it up for all the fans because we ain't going end up getting this match. All this negative vibe and trolling that you're doing on Twitter, and you know I almost I almost unfollowed my own get goddamn account that I set up, right? Because see, this is Matt trolling and being the hill. Because you know I originally set that that Twitter account up was going to run it. Matt said, "Nah, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna log in a couple of times, and all of a sudden he just took it over, and he took it over and turned it into a troll account. So uh, look." I hope that we actually get this match. I'm not 100% certain we're going to get this Roman and uh, Reigns match at Mania, but I'm not totally against it, though. Not totally against it.
2: Yes, I thought you would have said the opposite of that. Come on. I, we needed this last year, but okay. Yeah. We, got, we got it this year. So be it. And when The Rock came out, and I knew he was coming out, when The Rock came out, I'm like, yes, we're going to beat Hogan's record. We're going to beat the race's record. That's all I could think of. So even more important, them I'm finishing the story. And yet <laughs> Young Rock tell it. Roman been wanting to finish the story for, what, 25 years? If you watch that episode of Young Rock. So let's go. That story is almost older than Cody's been living. Let's go. But we get to break the Racist Hogan um, record? Let's do this. I'm so excited.
0: When you see a hater, and they tell you between now and WrestleMania. But what about Cody? Cody is the number one merch seller for the majority of the year. Cody has put his time in. Cody lost last year so he could be crowned this year. You know what you tell him?
2: I'm not going to use an explicit, but...
0: Shut the fuck up, it's the rock. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get to the seriousness of what we saw on Monday Night Raw. Uh, first off, I thought the, the promo sucked. I thought it was horrible. I was over it, and I was like, yo, this is really, really bad. I, I love gender coming out, and what a spot for gender! Shout out to gender for him to be able to. I don't know. I'm not going to say he was thrown into that spot, but that segment felt like it came together maybe like within the last week or so, maybe even when Triple H sent that tweet out. I guess it was, what, last Friday, saying that, you know, there are negotiations for a former world champion to show up on Raw. It just it had that feeling. It had that feeling of, hey, we got The Rock. He signed on for whatever he signed on for wouldn't make sense. And they put gender in there. And gender showed he is the ultimate professional. Because for him to come out there ice cold like that, still get good heel reaction. And that's something I put on X2. Was the reaction to gender showed just how far and how much truth or I should say trust equity WWE has built with their fan base. If you go back and watch when they're cutting to the the fans. Gender's music hits and there's not a lot of anger. There's some people laughing. There's some people who are just like, Are you kidding me? But there wasn't any anger. You know, gender started talking. It wasn't overly booing or this sucks or any of that. And I think cause they knew, like, all right, this is not it. There's no way they made this big of a deal for gender mahal. So I think that's that's a really, really good thing for WWE. They're starting to build up what we were always told back in the day. Is let the story play out. Let it play out. Let it play out. We were told that and got screwed over many times for let it play out. But I think they're getting to a point which is good that now you can let things play out. So Rock comes out there and they're doing this whole USA thing. Miss me with that. This is not 1970s, 80s. Like, I don't know why, but okay, whatever. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this sucks. So I'm going to wait till we get to the physicality. Get to the physicality. And for me, I would say the promo sucking before. The last line is what made the last line even better. I don't know if gender came out there, said his thing rocks, hits the ring with piss and vinegar, hits him with a rock bottom, hits him with the people's elbow and says, I'm here to be the head of the table. I don't think it hits the same. I think it hit as good as it did because we just watched 20 minutes of hokey best greatest hits of Dwayne Johnson saying his things. And then out of nowhere, He hits that line of, hey, I'm going out to eat. Where should I sit? And all you need to know is if this match is the dream match in wrestling, is just the reaction of the crowd when he hit that head of the table line. Still didn't say Roman's name. Still didn't say anything about the bloodline. Just finishes with, that's what I thought too, or something to that effect. I absolutely loved it. It was hard for me to even uh, focus in on the rest of the show. Because, like, after that one line, nothing before that one line mattered and nothing after that one line mattered. Because at that point, that told us this match is happening. And then they double down, and Michael Cole comes back from commercial break, and he says, Paul Heyman, call Roman Reigns. So now we know it's happening. Let's kind of get into EU hitting on it a little bit. Give me your best case scenario, where it happens, when it happens, and then the result.
1: We're talking about a rock and Roman yes. one more time.
0: So we know now it's going to happen. We don't know where we don't know when we know it's going to happen though. Give me your best case scenario in terms of all parties involved. So now we can have the true, real conversation of Cody, right? If you think Cody should still be the main event of WrestleMania, I have no problems with that. So of course I started the show just, just joking around, but give, give it to me. Do you think now that rock has signed on to do this? Cause there's no way he hasn't do you have to have that match at WrestleMania? Or, as I said on X before Rock was even on Raw, you can have that match at Elimination Chamber in front of sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 people, whatever it is, and still get to Roman and Cody night two at WrestleMania.
1: Gosh, guys, you know, like, call me a pessimist, but I'm not 100% there with uh, Rock doing anything long-term or even short-term with the company just as Just as of yet, right? I feel like they will make it a bigger deal by now if that was the case. I hope so. So let's play along. Um, I'm kind of with Rhodesia and where she said that I think we needed this match last year. Because the table was being set for the story. Roman, the bloodline was white hot, right? And... You know, we had, I, I can't remember the actual scenario, the storyline. I think there's supposed to be the tribal uh, trial or something like that. And, you know, yeah. we were fan booking that the entire family was yeah. going to be there. and Definitely Kishi. Rikishi. Rikishi said he was going to be there. You know, we thought the whole family was going to be out there and they were going to be put on trial. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's going to be kind of a line of them. And we're gonna hear the rock's music if you smell, and he's gonna come walking out and you know, walking through the line, and, and there's gonna be eye to eye, it's gonna be Roman, and it's gonna be the rock head to head, and they're gonna bail it out for the, the championship and the head of the table crown at Mania. That's what we expected to see happen, and it didn't happen, right? But what we, what happened was an awesome plan B. And I not I think maybe it was a plan one, one and one B, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got that with Cody perfect opportunity right now, Roman and the bloodline. They're not quite hot. Now not saying they can't get there between now and, and, and mania season, right? Cause it's the rock it's Roman, of course. Right. But the table was set. Mm-hmm. It was there for them a year ago. So now they got to reset the table. Um, those two greats can do it. But, man, sometimes it's kind of like you think about a barbecue pit, right? And you got that right before the fire goes out, You got that little window where you can kind of get it hot again, right? You can get it the, the whites hot again. And if you miss that window, it's just not there for the rest of the night, right? And I think that's what we got last year. Best case scenario to answer your question might be, man, I was thinking about it last night. Is there a way we can get that belt off Roman before Mania? Yes, because that would 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 need to be would need to happen for me as a fan. I just constantly can't sit another year with a seasonal world champion because, you know, Roman right now, he's not part time. He's seasonal. He's that seasonal employee. You see he's part time. Maybe you know, maybe you see him one season, you might not see him next season. But, you know, you're going to see him maybe once or twice or whatever it is. Right. He ain't even part time anymore. I don't know if I can sit through that as my champion for another year, knowing that's the destination we're getting to, is just to beat some record that I personally don't care about. Like, I can't do it. So for me to be super happy with it, because we got to have a Rock and Roman. That's one of the that's one of the next great matches. That That's one of the, the future matches that we need to have. If I can get Rock and Roman maybe in a main event slot for the crown, for the head of the table, Without the championship being on the line, that would be great. Maybe I get Cody versus a CM Punk or somebody of that nature for the Undisputed Championship to add some more sizzle to that stake. That would be the perfect environment for me. Um, but we need to have that Rock and Roman match ASAP because you know the Rock he still looks great, but the man's damn near sixty. Right? We gotta get it. We gotta get there sooner than later.
2: So, what was your exact question, Matt?
0: Give me your best case scenario in protecting everybody involved. When and where would you want to see Rock and Roman? And what's the the result from it? Thinking about the work Cody's put in this past two years in WWE, being the number one face of the company. So not screwing him over. If you look at him not finishing the story in Philly as screwing him over, because there's absolutely a way you can get there. And we can talk about that afterwards of how you can make this kind of all work. For everybody, hopefully, maybe, sometimes, but just that thought on, on that piece.
2: Can I ask a quick question before I do that? Because it just popped in my head. How out of the box, how great of an idea or how stupid of idea, is it possible Roman can main event both nights? One Absolutely, against Cody. possible. Once again, Cody, and then on night one and night two, he loses the tribal. Well, again, I don't think Roman's going to lose his match against Rock, um, Rock. So let's be clear there. But I can see the points where, where Rock and Roman it doesn't need to be for the title. The head of the table is enough. That is that is the prize. So I can get behind someone saying, well, you know, Roman shouldn't be holding it then. I really want him to break, break this Hogan record. I really, really do if I haven't made that clear already. But I I think maybe we can get Roman two nights one against Cody so he could finish his story and then one against the rock. Otherwise it would be just rock and Roman at mania. I wouldn't want it beforehand. Elimination chambers would in February. Um, that's no February 24th
0: in Australia.
2: No way out. I would imagine that those tickets already went on sale and they probably have already sold out. Right.
0: I can't find ticket. So I, I was pulling it up uh, while you guys were talking. I cannot find ticket sellers information. It is in a stadium. Mm. And the capacity is only 2,000 less than in Philadelphia. The other part, real quick, the other part to Elimination Chamber is the event is being put on in partnership with the local government in Australia.
2: I don't know if that's any different than any other big sporting event. So, I mean, it sounds grand to me, but is that any different than like a UFC going to Australia?
0: No, well, don't look at it like UFC. Let's keep it to wrestling. That's like WrestleMania. Okay. So a lot of people, when I put the, not a lot, it was a couple people, and hopefully I'm right because I got receipts when I made the comment of, "Man, just think about what we're getting in January."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: CM Punk's first return match on pay per view in ten years in the Rumble. Jade in the Rumble. Whoever else surprises. February we get Rock and Roman, and then Mania we get Jay uh, Jimmy. You get Rock and Cody. You get Punk and Seth. You and get Roman Luther and, and Brock. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, right? So they are set up. Um, So we, we got to stop this this thought of and this, 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 a couple people were just like, Rock and Roman has to happen at Mania. Like, they're not doing it at a throwaway pay-per-view. There are no such things as throwaway PLEs anymore in WB, especially when they're in stadiums. So we got to kind of, that that's that legacy thinking of us thinking like, hey, there's only a big four they've shown this year. Hell backlash was one of the top pay-per-views of the year. And that was a backlash show. Um, my only issue with what you said, Rhodesia, and Hey, we can have fun with just, this is what we do as fans is throw it out there spitball and, and see what, if you go back to back, right. Cody would have to win night one. That completely hurts rock Roman night two. Completely hurts
1: it. Cause he, he he's already help. lost. Yep. He has an out,
0: and then yep, here's the yep. thing
1: about it. Like, let's 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 stay in Canada uh, with this man. This seasonal ass ninja
2: don't want to work. <laughs> he's gonna work
1: two nights. He's a naysayer. He gonna work two nights. He <laughs> he ain't, ain't worked two matches in six months. Now he's gonna work it back to back. That's that MJ That's how he was at first. This <laughs> man ain't back, he ain't back- to backing. He? <laughs> he ain't going back uh, to back like back- Drake. He seasonal. I just that's
0: funny because, um, so you could, I mean, you could do that. They can find a way. But we talked a couple weeks ago about embarrassment of riches. Oh my God, you were already set up to have the best WrestleMania card in history. And now you throw the rock in Mania season? That's unheard of. Not going to what? Nobody else gets hurt. You know, sure, Charlotte's, sure, out, sure, you sure. know, six to nine months, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. holy hell. So then for me, I would say, there's a way to see the head of the table part is what this whole thing was about. So you don't have to have the title right? or head in the table. So for you ask, can you have this match without the title? And yes. And what that is, is somehow Cody gets the title at Elimination Chamber. Him and Roman main event Elimination Chamber in front of 70,000 plus. And then this still gives you over a month to build Rock Roman. Now, does Rock interfere and cost Roman the match? That can happen, and now you got your heat. Because if if Roman was to lose to Cody without Rock interference, then it's like, I don't really care about Rock. The reason why we want Rock and Roman so much is because Roman is in his God mode. He's been talking about it for years. I'm in God mode. He's untouchable. But we know at the end of the day, that's the Moen Dynasty begins and ends with Dwayne the Rock Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's why that's so important. But they, they can throw any type of storyline out, and we're we're invested, we're we're biting because it's the Rock. Once again, shut the fuck up. It's the Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there's so many different ways they can go with it. I think whatever they do will be fine. And what I mean by that is if Cody has to eat that sideline again, you got to take it, man. It's the Rock. Punk had an issue with Rock coming back, back in Mania, New York, where him and Taker didn't go on last. It's The Rock, man. You're going to get so much press. And so Eternal, one of our guys on X had sent a message that said, last night he said, uh, what doesn't make sense is how you're going to do The Rock versus Roman at 4 in the morning, Eastern time. This is considering if it's elimination Chamber. He said the amount of press you're missing out on, if that happens, How do you all feel about that? So let's go with that scenario. That it's going to be Rock and Roman in Australia, 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Are you getting your return on investment? Now we know Rock's going to be getting paid millions of dollars to make that trip. Especially if the local government is involved. I'm sure they're going to make sure that this is well worth everybody's time. But from a fan perspective and perception, does that even matter? Because I would argue that doesn't matter. I would argue. If something is hot enough, i.e., these Saudi shows and yes, 4 a.m. is completely different than noon. I get that. But there's gonna be nobody's not going to people are gonna be calling off work to watch this. Nobody's missing Rock versus Roman live. You're you're not. So but what's your guys' thoughts on that?
2: I wanna be clear and say that I want Rock Roman. I'm one of your legacy people that you just claim to say. I want that at Mania. To me, that is only Mania. Now, sure, this Elimination Chamber has a Mania feels because of how big their stadium is at, the government's involved in it. But to me, Rock Roman has to be at Mania. That is your Super Bowl. This is not your Super Bowl light. This is your Super Bowl. That is your two biggest names. Got to be there. So that's how I, I feel about that.
0: At the expense of Cody Rhodes, right? So Cody, sorry, you're on the sideline for your big moment that no cuz Cody cuz
2: cuz now what you just said there I like the story of Cody um Roman at elimination chamber Caught Cody you. winning it finishing his story there and then now Roman's pissed because Rock messed it up for him so I can see that
1: okay you know actually I agree with uh Rhodesia I think that that or oh, and Roman that's one of the Few dream matches that WWE still has that can be only kind of right and well, it, besides, besides anything punk related, yeah. And Stone quite- Cold, right? Stone Cold, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he's still, you know, he, you know, if he can go another match, right? Stone Cold, Rock are two guys, darn near 60, but they look great, right? And, and they can work with guys that can make them look great, incredible in the ring, still, right? That has to be Mania like, I remember as a kid, I used to love back in the day with the WrestleMania boxes. You know, the old uh-huh. VHS, WrestleMania. I, I remember I had them lined up. I, I don't think I have them anymore, God damn it. But I used He's to there. have them. I, like, and I think I just bought them just so I could add to the collection. I mm-hmm. I love that. And you had the picture of, you know, Hogan and Andre, et cetera. I wish I could, I still was into that. I would love to see, you know, WrestleMania, whatever it is. Rock and roaming, head to head. That would be amazing, right? And just have that box with Elimination Chamber in Australia, all the love and peace to people in Australia, but that just doesn't hit the same right. to me. Like, right now, I just thought in my mind, like, man, how can we get, if this is the plan, and this, I'm mm-hmm. still skeptical because if, Roman, I'm sorry, not Roman, if if the Rock were to come back, even at el- el- Elimination Chamber, that's coming up, he would have had to have been training for some time. right? One of the excuses, I'm, excuses for, a year ago, right thank before you for we get me to up. that, right thank, before thank we you get to that, a, a year ago, he, he needed time to get into wrestling shape. So Allegedly, do, right? Allegedly. So the so reason, so reason why I said thank you for saying that, because during that press
0: run last year, they had asked Heyman about, hey, Rock had talked about, Uh, You know, there were rumors that Rock may be coming at Hollywood, but he wasn't ready or whatever the case may be. And Heyman had said, so you're telling me you don't think the Rock could take six weeks and put on the awesome performance that he would need to do, that he's proud of, of his legacy, of the Samoan legacy with Roman Reigns, you're out of your mind. Elimination Chamber is seven weeks from this week. (laughs) So to that point, because my man was gassed by the end of that promo. But in that was, promo, sure by the time he dropped, and some of it I'm sure is just he showed the goosebumps, yeah. which every time I see that, just is like, wow, you still get goosebumps. How awesome is that? But yeah, he's got to work on his cardio. But to that point, he, he's got seven weeks. If we end up doing chamber, if we don't do chamber, hell, we got
1: uh eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 weeks. Hey, but that's that's Paul Heyman selling on what The Rock can do. Only mm-hmm. Rock know what he can do, right? He he, look, hey, Paul Heyman ain't in there doing that, right? He ain't, <laughs> if he think he only needs six weeks to get in ring, that's him. Maybe The Rock thinks he needs more, right? Because you know, last time The Rock was in the uh, well, not the last time, but one of the times he blew he what damn near blew a quad or something like that, right? I
2: remember, remember, match This is probably like. Two times ago that he came back and the match was over, Homeboy was asking for bottles of water. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember <laughs> I right. was I was like, Rumble. Sir, like um We can see, see you.
1: We can see you. This is not a movie. You <laughs> didn't call a cut. So that's why I'm a little I'm a little skeptical on him getting ready that soon. <laughs> but let's say we get, for me, let's get the mania, right? And if let's get the title off Roman. Okay, we gotta get that title off Roman. Is there a way on a raw? That Cody somehow wins the Money in the Bank contract from Damian Priest, and Cody causes shot for a match. Like, hey, I'm not gonna jump you. I'm not coming out after you lose. I mean, a match. I mean, hell, Roman, I can't. We can't get you in the ring anyway. Like, right, right? I'm cashing a contract for Elimination Chamber. And one of the biggest shows in Australia's history. Show up on SmackDown, and sign the line.
0: Absolutely. Is that a way we can get them there? Absolutely, and that's the good thing about this. Is that's why I say I think everybody's going to be fine. It, it may not be perfect for everybody, but they're not going to unless Triple H legit has some issues with Cody that <laughs> at the first ever AEW pay per view. Unless H-Cady that's the case, hell. and we we know it's not. Um, I think this be fine, but I love that idea. I love. I, and then I also thought about what if they could use this in a storyline? But the problem with doing that is that could turn Rock heel to Cody fans. And you don't want to do that. Because this could be a slight change of character. Don't turn him heel, of course, but it could be a slight change of character until he gets to I'm tired of being screwed. First it was this, oh, then, Cody, it was this then it was this, then it was this. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't think they'll go there. But I'll tell you what, and I, I had tweeted it last night doing raw. I do you could see it. I, I don't care what nobody says. You could see it on Cody when he came out there with that for that Shinsuke promo. He looked a little off, and I and I, I said it. he looked stressed to me. Hmm. And then hell, then we see Rock show up an hour later and hit that line. Like, oh, that's why he was stressed. Um, <laughs> it'd be interesting, right? It's going to be really, really interesting. E, you made a comment about Damian Priest, and we can get back to the Rock thing if you guys got anything else, but. I know I, can, I am critical at times of AEW. And oh. I got to be critical of WWE on the finish of Seth and Drew. I thought the match was great. I actually really enjoyed the setup. And this is where I talk about having somebody and somebody's connected to what hardcore fans think and feel during the show. There was no mention of Damian Priest and or Finn Balor in the entire show. We didn't see him. Nothing. Typically, when that happens, your guard is up, especially when one of those people have the money in the bank briefcase. So, I mean, now it comes out, and I just got hit with this feeling of, man, I think we're going to get a cash-in tonight, like a successful cash-in tonight. I just, I just had a feeling. And, of course, they go with it, and it wasn't successful. But the part that i got to be critical on, and tell me if you guys feel the same, Nope. You can still cash in Damian Priest. That answered the question. Dom Mysterio. <laughs> after the match is over. You don't like it. it this, this isn't a situation <laughs> where there's a time limit, quote unquote. Of your no cash in. I don't care if it is nine 59 or 10:59 Eastern time. Go put the boots to him. Cash that title win or the championship in and leave. So I thought that was like a, a really big miss. They showed him just standing there. Leave. Don't don't show him on camera then. Am I tripping, or did you guys feel the same way?
2: Just like, well, I guess the news version of it is the 24-7 championship, but like the hardcore championship. You can get it even when you were making love with your partner. Somebody can bust in that hotel room and pin you for did it. We, that? We, we saw that, right? Why, why are we always talking we about We did see that. Was yeah, new, but we it did was see that. Yeah. It was, so the point is, what I'm saying is that you are absolutely right. Okay, dang, I'm about to hand you this. It didn't work out quite right. But we are still all out here. And we're probably a little bit more damaged. Seth and Drew is probably a little bit more damaged when before you try to come out. You got your boy with, with you. Come on. But like you said, he looked at the clock and he was like, oh, it's 10.59. We're about to go off in 30 seconds. I'll do it another day.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually agree with Rodisha. Rodisha's hot tonight. She got, <laughs> she's got she got all the great takes tonight, man. She's just got them all tonight. I actually agree. Um... You know when you watch these matches in that moment, Seth is weak. I don't mean he's gonna be he's gonna be weak at the end of the match because these dudes take a thousand power drivers in the match and they and by the end of the match they're gonna hit five or six sequences and hit their finish and signatures and they they spry like a chicken, right, so he needs to get his butt nah, but oh, hes down now, He like took a big match. let me run up in there you know and take this dude's head off and win this championship because you never know what's going to happen five minutes from now he's gonna be but hey look Seth is taking super kicks bouncing off the rope and hitting finishes like you know you don't know what's gonna happen by the end of that match right so Damien knows the, the the steelo he knows what's going on he had to come down there and run out. see that's when that's how you gotta think when you're sneaky see I, I'm not I'm not a troll and I'm not a natural kill but I am very very sneaky um so I understand what he was trying to do. That's what you do. He like was a little ninja. You gotta look for. You gotta look for like the little back ways you can get to do things. So I was actually real on on point with that. But at the end of that match when Drew lost, I'm like, up. Oh, this man, he gone. He he out of there. And shouts out to my man. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, I still can't pronounce your name. I ain't even gonna try at this point. My oh, man, G R I X <laughs> from the Discovery. We've been running with score. this for was a year. <laughs> you know uh in discord the other night he said hey drew mcintyre we'll see you at wembley mm. <laughs> and at the, at the next AEW mm. show that's what it looked like man because like you man he lost like what's what's next for that man i know yeah. he continued with the story of you know people taking things from him right to continue him spiraling down to that mega hill but man I, what's next for him that's a great question and i don't know
0: i mean because if this was if this was booking 101, you would say some type of priest and Drew feud, and I guess that still could happen. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know because I'm not I'm not invested in that.
2: I was gonna say what I will say though about Drew, and I love Drew, but he's at a point right now where I am about to like not care for him anymore. So I don't know if this being done by design or what because. Again, I still don't know if he's a good guy, a bad guy, just a regular guy, I, and I'm starting to lose interest in him. And I love Drew, so they got. That's figure that's from out. him
0: losing all all his big matches. I had a strictly booking, because he. When, every time he's out there, he maximizes time. Sure, yeah. Albeit a promo. I'll be I hate the
2: sword too. I saw so, he had the sword again. I'm like, listen, that's the bad luck charm. Throw the sword. Sh- sh- Dedicated <laughs> to, to his get mama. it out. Get sword is
1: name after his mama. <laughs>
2: Oh, I hate the my bad. I take, I take that all back then. I'm sorry. I
1: hate the story. Hey, wait. I will say, though, Um, I probably have gone on record, and I say that probably 99% of wrestlers I don't want to see in AEW because I think they need to properly utilize the people that they do have. Mm-hmm. But I've never said that. I think the biggest guy they can get would be a Drew Galloway, and that would be his name if he were to go to AEW. I think he'll be the huge star that they need um so if he's on his way out we don't know right he can sign the dotted line and sign right. for that you know look the reason why they couldn't give mercedes that five mil could they gave it to drew who knows because I, I, I would love to see drew continue on in wwe and i hope that maybe this is the continued story of him turning to that super mega heel because he hasn't fully turned yet right. All right 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 maybe this might be continuing that story of him turning to that archer monster heel he looks, man, the dude looks fearsome, man. I mean, he's a big ass dude, right? Mm -hmm. Scary. This might be a new drew that we're, we're going to see soon. hope that's what it is. But if he were to go to AEW, wow. I mean, if he has the right creative, I think that'd be huge for him.
0: And he's done the independence thing and he was fantastic on the indies. Mm -hmm. So he could absolutely rock that style. And I think him being able to kind of work outside of the sandbox would go really, really well for him. He's been around for him. He's a veteran. He, he can he can get over if you, if you give him the opportunity. He's a hell. He's over now. We're just saying it All just right. seems like, damn, what's next? Because every big spot they put him in, he loses. He loses. Yeah. Big spot. I'm so happy. Let me hit um, hit this right here. I said two weeks ago or so. We could go. Nia Jax versus Becky Lynch. I said if. Nia Jax does not beat Becky Lynch. I'm going to have a fit. I'm going to lose my mind. That a fit. We got it. Kudos to everybody involved. Match was great for one. So shout out to Becky. Shout out to Nia for that. But the story they told in that match of Nia hitting those big moves and Becky being the resilient baby face that you just know Becky's gonna kick out of and, and then win. But then them to call back the punch to the face. And she's got the blood, it looks like a blood capsule, but whatever. I don't care if it's fake blood or real blood. We got we got red. For them to do that callback five from five years ago, and then for Nia to still hit her finish and leave Becky Land, I thought it was tremendous. I thought it was absolutely tremendous. What'd you guys think?
2: I'm like, is this WWE or UFC? Because she uppercutted the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got on that. <laughs>
1: yeah, very nice. Very nice.
0: At the end of um the match, Cole thing makes a comment about who can stop Nia Jax. Y'all remember when I said a few months ago Nia was being this dominant figure for Jade to Ooh. bring down the size when she debuts. Ooh. Keep a look out at the rumble. I and mean, we can, we can leave it there.
1: Bad idea. It, it is,
0: it is right on
1: target. Bad, I- bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> tell me, tell me more. Why is that a bad you idea? You know
2: why? You know what he's about to say. He want to see no Nia and Jade in the ring together. <laughs> not on,
1: Not to man. start with. Come on. Come on, man. You're hey,
0: going to get, get that spot. They'll be able to put in video
1: packages. Hey, if this was in 2K? Mm. Great. Okay, yeah, give me a spot. Yeah, it's a spot. I, not, yeah. I don't want to see a match. Oh, oh it's not going to be a one-on-one match. The and, like, and here's, and here's the, like, you're you're building up Nia Jax, who looks great, by the way. Like, you know, kudos to her, because she she looks great. If you're going to build up that spot, it has to lead to a match. So until they can get in the ring and actually have at least a five-minute match or something like that just keep them apart you know you don't have to you know you have to give away like they have a deep roster they can hold off on having those two because one day that's going to be a great match just think about it I don't know how strong Jade is right but she looks mm-hmm. damn strong right just imagine her lifting her up to
2: the put visual, her in that right? uh
1: the Jade mm-hmm. the visual of that right if she can do mm-hmm. that that'd be great you know, hold off until you can deliver the full thing, like right, right. But if we're talking about Jade, you know, I know she has, you know, her her mom passed, and you know, God bless her and her family. Um, we're talking about, you know, we need to get Jade ready. You know, I don't know the first time we get her ready is for Nia Jax. So just, just let's just hold off on that moment for maybe another couple months.
2: Again, I want her in NXT. She could be at the Rumble. We got people that comes up come up to the Rumble all the time from NXT. But I want her to go to NXT. I would just really, really want her to be as fully prepared mm-hmm. with all the tools and resources possible at her disposal when she comes up to the main card. Man, I just want her in NXT first. And wouldn't it be reps.
1: great on those CW ads mm-hmm. and commercials mm-hmm. to see her as the face of mm-hmm. that product? Absolutely. Right? It'd be amazing now yep. i don't think that do takes
2: see. away from her stardom at all mm-hmm. At at all it actually helps protect her and then, who knows maybe she in this last matt keeps saying put her in the pc for some time even if she's not on nxt per se she'll she'll get some experience there and maybe she is maybe she has catapulted to the next next level but until like she's in front of like live television i really wanted to see her nxt first
0: you guys are disrespecting jade she's
2: i'm not disrespecting been, she's been signed her for
0: months now, all right? I'm not get off of Jade. She looks incredible. She put some photos up from New Year's Eve. Oh, really? She looks great. Yeah. Um. Y'all got anything else on Raw? You got anything else you want to hit?
1: No, just real quick before before we leave Raw, I, I thought about it last night too. I would love to see a couple of tag matches with uh, you got Roman and Jay versus you know Roman and Solo or Jimmy or whatever it is, just to see like the bloodline going head to head. Another box cover I'd love to have. And you could include Rock. Have Rock in the tag match. Man, what did I just you say? Can, that's what I meant.
0: You, you, you go. You <laughs> can go Rock. You can go Rock and and Jay versus Jimmy and Rock Jay.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I don't know what the hell I said. Um, I come, I'm drinking some Sleepy Time tea. I didn't actually know it was Sleepy Time, Ashley. So, and I'm then you can Sleepy have Cody time. as
0: yeah. the special guest referee,
1: and he just turns on everybody. Oh,
0: Yikes. You know what we I'm saying? Can, um, it turns on everybody.
2: We, Icon versus Icon part 2. Could. Co- Comedy yeah, is rock.
0: Absolutely could. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe we need to do uh like a free agency like part of the show every single week. I told you guys 2024 is going to be crazy. We are a couple days into 2024 and and it is already blasting off. Uh spoiler alert if you really like surprises and things of that nature. Spoiler I do want to spoiler. say that. But we talked about Mercedes on last episode and how it's looking like she's going to be signed to AEW. From what the word is, it's damn near confirmed that unless something massive changes in the last minute, we should be seeing her maybe as early as this week on Dynamite. So that's that. Because we kind of already gave our thoughts on Mercedes to AEW. I just hope they treat her and treat this like the major deal that it is, because we know that tony Khan is going to pay her some significant dollars and if you don't get that return on investment back because you are not making her one of the faces of the entire promotion and you are not putting significant time in the women's division it's all for nothing but uh the new one just just hit today was trinity it looks like her time and impact is about up and if you have been listening to the show i you've been hearing me kind of just talk about that and plant seeds over the last couple months of how her and WWE's relationship is very good and Sooner or later, she'll be back. Looks like she'll be back. Now, I don't know if she signed a year contract. I think it's a little bit less than that because she is not. She is advertised for their January show, and she's not advertised for anything after.
2: Hmm.
0: For TNA. So that would make it like a nine-month deal because it showed up in, in April, which we were at that show. So I think it works for everybody. You know, she was able to come back at her own speed, get back acclimated to making sure she, li- she wants to do this. She likes to do it. A lot of in eyes on Impact TNA. They utilized her very well. Of course, she's been a champ for the last few months. Now she gets to go back to WWE. So I think everybody wins in this situation. What's your guys' thoughts about uh, the news basically leaking that? Unless something crazy happens. Trini's back in WWE here very very soon
2: good for her and she could be back with her husband i know the wwe uh, um schedule is nothing like it It was 15 20 years ago you're not on the road 250 days out of the year 300 days out of the year it's a much easier in that aspect as far as schedule but Gib, go back home um we kind of already know the reason why her why she and sasha left anyways um, it's probably not going to be that way again when she gets back under H's leadership. I actually took it though. The other way with TNA, I actually felt kind of sad for them because they are going to lose possibly Trinity. They're probably going to lose Deanna. And I'm just, oh, thinking, she's out. She's and out so, of here. And that's so. She's I'm, another
0: one that I think is going be AEW ASAP.
2: I, she just needs to be somewhere that that woman can go. Um, so I actually feel kind of bad for TNA. I know you said everybody wins. I guess maybe if you already knew that Trinity was only going to be there for nine months, yes, you use her to the best of your ability. I give you that for sure. But I I feel kind of bad for TNA because they were going in with so much momentum. This their rebranding starting in January. So you're losing two of your top women, and they kind of as known for having the best women division. To me, I felt bad for them.
0: Well, don't but forget don't forget Scott DeMore said that at was hard to kill hard here in a kill. couple of weeks. Remember they're arguably their biggest signing in history okay. is happening. So, and the, all those releases from WWE is up. Okay. So who knows if that's a Dolph Ziggler, I mean, there's a lot of people they can sign, but for him to say, arguably their biggest signing in history, think about the people who've been there, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. I mean, they're the names that have been in impact TNA Kurt angle. So if it wasn't Mercedes, it's like who, and it could just be hyperbole, but who else could it be Drew? that is that big of a name? Where you can say arguably the biggest free agent signing in history. That be true. But he hmm. wouldn't be there in in a, in a week. Would you say? Would you say it
1: was Matt? She, with what? He didn't say anybody. Retina, you say who was their biggest?
0: Oh, did I mean, know? that was what Scott Demora said. That the person who's coming in is arguably the biggest signing in history. So when you think about the people who've been under that TNA Impact umbrella, and for him to say that, and seeing it's not Mercedes, it looks like uh, it's not who else we who else did we just say? Um, he said, "I don't think I don't think there's
1: off. a free agent out there that really will fit that bill." Um, that has to be just promoter talk, you know. And actually, it actually kind of irritates me a little bit because I thought only Tony Khan did that nowadays, um, overhyping things. Because, we gotta sell, we gotta said, sell, sir. They had some huge... TNA had huge signings. Their first huge signing was Kurt Angle. Huge. Christian. You had Sting. 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 You had Kevin Nash. You had Steiner there. I mean, they had a a lot of who's who's um, walked in and out of TNA. Um, I don't think that anybody that WWE released comes anywhere close to those guys. And that'll be an interesting conversation for us to have later on. I know we're going to get to a, a fan question about the perception of stars, right? Like I wonder what generations would consider their top stars. Like, right. Maybe Adolf Dolph Ziggler into today's audience might be as big a name as Kurt Angle was, you know, 20 years ago. Well getting back to Trinity, um, you know, if that's where she, WWE is where she wants to be. You know, I want her to go, where she's going to be the happiest, right? She's going to be reunited to her husband. I'm sure she still has friends in the company. Um, But I kind of wanted Trinity to kind of stay in TNA, right? To be that champion for that brand, right? Because she is probably one of their biggest female signees in a number of years. And I think she's done a great job there. Um, Her going back to WWE, I think she's going to slowly kind of get back into where she was. In the past, you think about the peck the the pecking order of like you know the the, the WWE women's division is going to have it's going to be stacked. Yep, it's going to be stacked really soon. And when you think about Trinity, love her, her ring work, but she's going to be a little bit further down a lot of those women on that on that on that list. I love seeing her be a star, maybe in a smaller pond Now, as far as like uh, Deanna. I think she's done all she can do in in TNA and be quite honest with you. So I think the next stage for her, if it's AEW or WWE would be great for her career because I think it'll rejuvenize her. Um, But Trinity, you know, look, I want her to go where the money is and where she'd be happiest. But just from a selfish fan perspective, I would love to see her lead a new TNA. Now, again, I'm all about her leaving. If I turn on TNA, I see them high school, 1980s production. Cause I'm not watching anyway, that's happening. I tried to watch Trinity, but I couldn't get over that production. So, hey, if she turned on, like, she knows that that production is going to still be stank Boo Boo, then, hey, I get it. Go and get your money, Miles. I'll see you on Monday Night Raw Smackdown. You you mentioned
0: Sting. Let's get into the question. We talked about it on Last Spot. Uh, Fines had asked me watching World's End a question and we left it for this one. Shout out to everybody who voted in the poll. And I have some comments from X also. If you're not following us, follow us. That's FNW. So you can be a part of the show when we do things like this. My question was, if you miss Sunday's episode was, is Sting a top 20 superstar of all time? That was the question. 76% of people said, yes, he is a top 20 superstar of all time, 24% before I get to the comments, react.
2: I was trying my hardest to, um, live in action. I was kind of like, fine. like, no dude, like stop tripping. You know, Sting is top 20 of all time. So as he's going down the list, I'm like, hmm. So then I had to break it up. I was like, you know what? Let me look at it as Sting before maybe even the PG era, like the, the olden times and now. The um, after PG era and I don't think so for either for me and again full transparency I don't know anything about Sting except for this AEW run in that quick like the last year when he mm. was with WWE so I don't know much about Sting at all but I was just looking at to just have like a unbiased eye at looking at top 50 wrestlers and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking to myself I wouldn't put Sting before any of those people. So for me, from me watching from '99 just WWE until now, I had him no on even my before the PG era and even in totality of my whole fandom watching, I still have him at no, and I feel so sad about it because he's this run in AW has been incredible, and he he blows my expectation every time I see him in a match and have a big pay per view match. But no, for me,
1: I went yes. Because I followed him all throughout his career. That's why I said it'd be interesting um, to see, like, you know, like the top 20 for someone if it's like a generational thing, right? Because Rhodesia didn't see a good part of his run, didn't see his TNA run, right? Right. Only seen his WWE and AEW run. And that's only a a fraction of his career. So if you haven't seen his entire career or if it kind of lived through it, you're not going to really appreciate. The work that he's done, absolutely. You know, like and he was WCW's version of Hulk Hogan back in the day. Like, right? He was actually one of the guys that were like, "Man, if if Vince can get a hold of Sting, and I think back in the day he tried to get a hold of him, but sure you know, he did. yeah. If if he, if WWE if the Machine get a hold of Sting, wow, he'd be on another level. He was that guy. Uh, then he rejuvenated his career with the with the Crow gimmick that he still kind of uses today and that was box office back in the day. Then he did it again in TNA. I think you guys both um, missed that run where he actually became more than just a gimmick. He became a great talker. Uh he was able to cut good stories. Um he just became like a different ending. and then this this old man Sting run has been phenomenal. Definitely he's in the top 20. I I'm, I'm not I'm not sure where I will place him. Um but he definitely will be in the top 20. You look at the totality of his career and look at all the honors that he's had
0: couple comments on the poll before I get to the comments when he asked me that initially on Saturday the word he used was wrestler so we got in a big kind of discussion on you guys know I'm really I'm really literal right so when I wanted to present this on the pod and to you the listeners I wanted to change the word wrestler to superstar He had an issue with it because he's like, oh, that's semantics. I'm like, no, because if I was to say is Sting a top 20 wrestler of all time, somebody's mind could go to some of the best technicians we've ever had in wrestling and say they could wrestle circles around Sting. So I wanted to pull that word out and say, okay, well, let's go with superstar. If the question was as his nickname is Icon, absolutely. Everybody knows the blonde beach colorful face paint Sting.
1: Not everybody know.
2: I don't. The, ma- it, the majority. But again, when, when was that? What year will you put that out? Oh, you're
1: talking 90s.
2: Okay, so that's over yeah. 25 yeah. years that was ago. 90s. No,
1: no, that was late 80s that's, till yeah. 96. Cause, yeah, because he switched to the
0: Crow gimmick when NWA was high. NWO yeah. was high. That was, and yeah. he ran that was an entire year of not saying one word and being down to NWO, which got them to Hogan and Sting at Stargate, which the match sucked and was horrible, but that's mm. a whole nother conversation. <laughs> um, Couple comments. Our guy, Chill Blinton I got some names on oh, you yeah. name. uh, He said, straight ability-wise, probably not. But at this point, it would be hard to leave Sting out of a top 20, taking his longevity and impact into consideration. He said, WCW's Hogan. Mega business as crowstein, helped TNA through a few years, Federation run, and then amazing final AEW run. Our guy Dominic, a fellow Warrior Wrestling alumni. What's up, Dom? Hey, Dom. He said, uh, I have to say yes, because he became the workhorse and face of the WCW brand. He is always compared to Undertaker in that way. He's also reinvented himself multiple times and went on to main event in WCW wwe although short-lived tna and now aew our guy firefly red wolf he said i'm on the fence with that answer never cared for him in the main uh i think what was he in main event mafia i think
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yep uh he said i'd have him in the top 20 outside of wwe maybe but all time no And then our guy, Steven, said, Sting was an icon to the wrestling industry. Was in every major promotion minus New Japan. Brought intrinsic value, impact, knowledge to every promotion without question, top 20. Awesome, awesome stuff there. So the majority is saying yes. And uh, this may be a cheat. Saturday night, I was like, no, because I started naming off people that I thought was better than Sting. And then I kind of reverted back to they have already sold 13,000 seats for Revolution on the back of this is Sting's retirement match.
1: Who could
0: sell out an arena based upon their retirement match? And some of the people that I had above Sting can't do it. And then when we talked about this earlier today, I'm like, you know what? This is probably a fantastic episode for us to do. So as much as it I hate not having an answer, right now my answer is NA. <laughs> I don't know. But what we're gonna do Cheater. here in a couple weeks, what we're gonna do here in a couple weeks is we're gonna do a top 20 episode and we're gonna bring our top 20 wrestlers of all time.
2: It's superstars or wrestlers? Superstars. Because when I hear wrestlers, I think
1: of, superstars. of
2: technical wrestling.
0: Superstars. Okay. Your top twenty. Your industry Sure like
1: we couldn't get away with doing an NA.
0: I know for I a know, fact a little a bit, times, A little bit, yeah. Oh, little
1: no, no, that's a lot to do an N.A. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't let her. Mm-hmm. Nah. There's yeah. been so
0: many times E where we'll do something and you'll be like, I don't know. And then we got to move on. So this is my I don't so, know. So, only, this is my this first one out of 96 on. episodes. Because yeah. you're, you're probably on the fence too.
2: You're probably on the fence too. Which one is easier to get over? No or yes? Um Are you a naysayer?
0: <laughs> the, the original, my original answer was he's not. But when you start thinking about cuz I'm big into like the I I said the iconic piece. Mhm. Right? Hogan, Austin, Rock, Cena, Flair, Michael. I would put Warrior cuz everybody knows Ultimate Warrior. Um and there's a couple more now stop there cuz we're going to do the top 20 episode here in a couple weeks. So I'm already at like 6 or 7. I would have to really sit down and kind of Think through because that's not including your Kurt Angles, it's not including your Eddie Guerreros, It's also not including your Charlotte Flairs, That's also not including your Brock Lesnars. So when you path. look at so you look at top 20 of all time, it's going to be really fun to hear our top 20s. And of course, if you are listening, feel free. send in your top 20 lists. If you don't want to do 20, you want to do 10, do that. You can leave it on our YouTube. At That's freaking Wrestling, leave it on our X, leave it on our Instagram, however you want to. And we will absolutely share all that uh, when we do the episode. And we'll let you guys know, but it'll probably be in a couple weeks when we do that Hey, episode. Matt, I
1: got another, another debate for us, too. I kind of agree with uh, Fonz on this one. I think there's definitely a difference between a pro wrestler and a superstar.
0: No, no we know that. that. That's he, what we argue. He here. said, he said are
2: it are wasn't.
1: And, and I'm I, like, no, it I, is. I don't know if uh, Sting's been a superstar his entire career. Cause that's a that's a that's a WWE entertainer type of a term.
0: That's what that wasn't is. what they
1: did. That wasn't what they did in NWA, NWCW for a long time.
0: But would you agree that saying superstar? If I would have said wrestler, if I would have said this thing a top twenty wrestler of all time, I think these these numbers may look a little different. And right. that was my point of using the word superstar, because superstar can equate to that iconic thing we just talked about. Even if you read some of these comments, a lot of it was about. The runs that he had, and just how big Sting was. It was not about he had classic matches and he did five star matches anytime. It was nothing about that. It was about, oh, this is Sting. He's had runs in every single promotion. His look is iconic. He completely flipped his gimmick and character and got over even more than -hmm. what he was doing the majority of his career. And then we didn't even get to Joker Sting in Impact, which I saw some of that stuff, which was fantastic. And now what he's doing in AEW, but nobody mentioned anything about. Incredible matches and every promotion or anything about wrestling, it was about just the super. So that's why I wanted
1: to use. That I think word. I think a pro wrestler has to have a, you have to have be able to be an entertainer, right? That's something that's been around for a long time. Um, I think there's if you want to say a wrestler, right? I think like a Dan Severin, like he wasn't a pro wrestler, he was just a, a straight up wrestler mm-hmm. and it was born, mm-hmm. like right, like uh. It's, it's a, I, but I think that um, to be a pro wrestler. There has to be shades of entertainment into what you do in order, for, in order to be successful, I would say. So the one we brought up, and we can move on. I know we want to talk
0: about Patrick Clark, a.k.a. Villotine Dream. Um, Chavo Guerrero. Incredible wrestler. A better wrestler than Sting, by far. Ain't many people gonna put Chavo Guerrero over Sting in a top twenty
1: superstar list. Or would you? I would well, not. he he wasn't a he wasn't a better pro wrestler because he wasn't as entertaining. And you know, and here's the thing, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't like his wrestling ability that much either. I you thought didn't? he was boring. Mm-mm. I thought I thought Chavo that's that's a bad one for me. I thought Chavo was boring in the ring and out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was really he was really good with Eddie when
0: they were doing a yeah, lot of cheat steel. That was his best. Um, but yeah, I was never I knew he could run. Like I knew he was great. You can you know you can just see somebody and say like, man, they're great at this. But he wasn't my cup of tea. Nah, he was, but I, I but I can never say Sting was a better wrestler bell to bell than Chavo
1: Guerrero. I but you that know here, that's the thing. I think it's uh, another question another style. I think it's also about styles too, right? Because you know, were you engaged in his matches, right? And you think about Hulk Hogan, you wouldn't say Hulk Hogan was a better wrestler, right? But, you know, was his his matches entertaining or not? And that's what pro wrestling was. It was about the entertainment factor. Even those guys back in the the day, it's about entertaining the fans. And they weren't, you know, using the quote unquote WWF and E superstar quotation things, but that's what they did was they entertained the crowd. So So maybe another topic. We uh, need to figure out. Maybe another topic.
2: We mm-hmm. need to figure out on our 20, to our top 20, if we're going to define the word first or if we're going to just do it based off of our interpretation nope. of it. Do it based on your interpretation
0: it? off of Superstar. If Superstar was a real thing, your point yes is valid. Only WB says that. But I just want to make sure that we change it to just not in ring, just not bell to bell, just actually the overall, t- and I, yeah, like overall. So overall. I, get, I get what you mean. It is, that is the I, definition. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Yep. All right, E. Uh, what you got with uh, Velveteen Dream? I see. I didn't even. I watched the majority of his apology video. Um, so just kind of set it up and what you wanted to bring up, and I think you saw it, right?
1: Oh, I I watched the video. Uh, I watched it a couple times after the the link that you sent. Okay. Um, didn't actually know I was leading this one, so I didn't actually have any uh anything primed up for it though. Um, but the gist was um that. Velveteen Dream, today, released a uh, four to almost five-minute apology video. And uh, he really just recapped um, a lot of the, the trials and tribulations he's had over the past couple of years. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen some of the videos that he's has uh, putting on the past couple of years. And, you know, he's made a lot of accusations to other people, wrestlers, etc. Um, he's been in and out of the news. Um, for the wrong things. Uh, and I don't know, a couple of years ago, some kind of gym issue he had and wouldn't leave or something or another. And, you know, it's been well-documented, the troubles that he had in uh, NXT before leaving the company. Um, but essentially today, I'm not sure why today, but he released a video apologizing to uh, WWE, apologizing to Paul Levesque, Triple H, HBK, Shawn Michaels, the fans, the fan base, um and i thought it was very interesting um to me seems like this is a guy that's all right look hey i want to get back in the wrestling business and i need to figure out a way to do that and so he released a a video Mm. and he's looking to not only do release the video he wants to get on a couple he wants to do the interview circuit and he's put out there that he wants to be asked the hard and the soft questions, and uh, he wants to answer t- uh, to anything that he's done in the past, and he's ready to move on in a productive way, and if that's the case. Uh, kudos to him. uh Matt, did you see the the apology video? I know you posted it. Yeah, like I said, I watched the the majority of it. Let, let me start with no matter
0: what somebody's done, I feel like they deserve forgiveness. So let me stop there and that's a period. I saw a lot of people today. And I think it speaks more about them than it does whatever it is that somebody's apologizing for. Oh, you can go, he can go to hell with his apology. Nope. Mm. He's not forgiven. Mm. And I am not saying what he has been accused of, because it was stuff with, like, I think an underage boy at one point. Uh, it was some things about, I think, him videotaping like wrestlers from a bathroom. I, I I may be getting that mixed up, so let me take that no, off of you, him. That's, you, that was right. right. It was Santino okay. or okay. whatever. No, whatever EC3. Yep. EC3. Um, all horrible behavior. But if we get to a point in society that if somebody has changed and they're held to what they've done and they've changed, then we're doomed. We're absolutely doomed. Now, is it convenient? The timing of it? Sure. But I don't care if he's changed, I don't care that it's Royal Rumble season and I've given my apologies to my former bosses and to my fans. But he also didn't apologize to kind of the direct people that he potentially hurt or that he did hurt. Now he did come out and say that uh, he is available for interviews. No questions are off limits and he expects the hard questions. So maybe that's why he didn't speak about any specifics in that video, because, hey, if I know I'm about to be doing a plethora of interviews and I'm going to be as transparent as I can be and need to be to show people that I've changed and that I'm a different person, then that kind of makes sense. But if you were to watch that video and you have no idea what he's done,
1: you don't know what he's talking about.
0: You'd be like, well, what would you do? What happened? So that's kind of where I'm at with it is, okay, let's see what comes out of these next interviews that that he does. Let's see how he tackles it, excuse me. And then let's also see what his behavior is now going forward. And we'll be able to tell, I think, pretty quick if he's truly changed or not. There's really
2: nothing else to say about that. When I watched the video, which I did in its entirety, I was like, well, he didn't apologize to the actual people that he hurt, like directly. But you make a good point. If he's open for interviews, I would imagine that he'll be able to address them then. I think it was needed. I think that he should have apologized to the people that he worked for in his family, which he did. And I give him props for that. Anytime someone does something wrong, Matt, like you were mentioning, people have an ability to rehabilitate themselves and they should be forgiven. I do believe that everybody should have the right to, to give an apology. Um, so it was just something I think that was needed. If I was his family member or his friend, I probably would have felt like it was heartfelt. Um, Let's just see what he does next. Let's see if he answers these questions direct. And then we know he wants to get back into wrestling. I, mean, I can't speak for him, but that's what it looks like. All All signs point that he wants to get back into the wrestling world. Um, So if he has rehabilitated himself, if he did do the things that he was accused of doing, um, he, he deserves forgiveness depending on those levels. Like you said, again, I, I'm probably just end it there because there are certain things that you are. I will always forgive you for. I think that we're not the judge in this world. Um, some, some other entity can judge us. Um, so some things I just feel like are kind of a little bit too dirty. Like you need to rotten in hell, but we don't know. And all I can do is take this man for his word and for his apology and then see if his, if his behavior improves.
1: Yeah. I'm with you guys. I think it, that's that's a tough one for me i i am a person i'm a forgiving person but i there are certain things i can't excuse right? Excuse is the word I I can't, looking for you. Yeah. certain things i can't excuse i, I understand I, I can take i can accept an apology but sometimes you know like hey i i appreciate you apologizing but it's not the same Like, right mm-hmm. i can that's that's the way i am with certain things right but let's talk about velveteen dream for a moment I know Matt and I were really hot on man. this guy years ago, right? Man. We thought he had all the tools. To be. I thought he was the future of WWE. I, we talked about you talking about a superstar, right? Because that 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 really applies to what we thought he was going to be—that next future superstar. We thought he had the charisma. We had the look. He was good in the ring. We just thought, like, hey, what is this dude still doing in NXT, right? And it seems like at he was one of the guys. He got in his own way, right? Let's just be honest with him. He was—he seemed like to be an immature young guy,
0: I'm right? Himself.
1: He was a party boy. He had substance problems. You know, he had—he failed a couple of drug tests, right? So, if he's gotten his life together, if he's a little bit more mature now, like right, if he's got his problems taken care of, then by all means, let's give the guy a second chance. Now, here's the other flip to the coin. The accusations and the things that we have heard about the man he's never been um you know it was there was a you know investigation from the police to wwe and he's never been found guilty of any of the accusations right so we don't know and that's the thing about the internet and people right we've said this man's guilty of things that we don't know we don't have the details or all the details right i'm also going to go a little deeper I'm going to say this is a black man, young cocky black man being investigated by the police and he wasn't found guilty of anything. Maybe there's some things that we're missing, we don't have a full story. So we can't sit here like and say that we're the judge without actually having the facts. We need to stop doing that as a society without having all the facts ready to hang somebody and 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 and, and just destroy their entire livelihood over some things that we don't even know about. Right, like, right? If you were in that position, you will want people to know the full story before they take away your career right your livelihood you will want that same respect and so as people and individuals and wrestling fans we gotta want better for ourselves for other people we don't know the dream situation we know that the dude had party issues we know he had maturity issues so let's speak to that right so let's hope that now he has taken the necessary changes because look, he's young. I'm sure that he's not the first person to be a party guy and have maturity issues and have fame and things go to their head, right? Shawn Michaels was one Like He's my favorite wrestler in the world. His issues have been well documented and look what he's able to do now, right? Let's hope that Velveteen can make the same changes and he can get his career back because the, the, his career seemed so bright years ago
0: yep man if those those takeovers his performances from his outfits to his interests to the matches mm-hmm. and, he, and he told
2: stories in, yeah. in his wrestling match and it'd be so young to be able to do that and we don't see mm-hmm. that often with people to have that ability man I do miss him
0: in wrestling now if, if he's a scumbag he's a scumbag right mm-hmm. to yep. hell with your wrestling ability Yeah, but
2: riding hell right, right. right.
0: right. right. Let, let, let's, see. let's see let's mm-hmm. this, see this is definitely one of those let's stay tuned More that's gonna be coming out. More to be revealed. I am absolutely sure on that. So, there you go. All right, guys, we're right about an hour and 10 minutes, so we're about here. I think we hit everything we need to hit, did everything we need to do, left you guys with some awesome, fantastic content. Again, do us a favor get on them socials, give us a follow wherever you listen to your podcast, follow us, leave us a five-star review comments all that kind of good stuff helps grow our podcast we'll be back on sunday to talk about who knows what at this rate uh we may have confirmation that is going to be rock and roman next friday on smackdown mercedes may show up (laughs) to aw somehow get fired or get in a fight and she shows up on smackdown friday who knows what in the world can happen but we'll be here to talk you guys all the way through it thank you guys for listening and we will be back on sunday See you then.